0: Hi, welcome to Women's CEO in Reflection. I'm your host, Marisa Jones, and I'm joined by my co-host, Neil Haley. Today's guest is Joy Beasley. She's an entrepreneur, organizational development strategist, and business advisor. She's built a career working both with small business and large corporations, driving business results, enhancing workplace relationships, and maximizing people potential with over 25 years in executive management, training, development, leadership development, and she's also the owner of GoGo Business Communications, a print-on-demand branding and marketing company. She's been honored as Enterprising Woman of the Year in 2017 by Enterprising Women National Magazine and Conference for Applying Innovation and Creativity to Motivate and Achieve Business Results. She's also been awarded a multitude of awards in her industry. So I'm so happy to have her here. Thank you, Joy, for being here and welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. So you just have such a great background um, across a multitude of things. Why don't you talk about what you're most passionate?
1: Oh gosh. That's a that's a loaded question almost for me. <laughs> it
0: sure is. I think it,
1: I think it depends on the day or the year. Not sure. But um, but I love I love uh, people performance. At the end of the day, I love to watch people perform at their maximum. And I, I, a lot of people say, Oh, I'm a coach, I'm an advisor. Honestly, um, I'm really a cheerleader. Like there's in the game, there's always the coach that's coaching, and there's a player on the court that's playing their heart out. And then there's a cheerleader that nobody remembers, but they're the ones that keep it going when it's down. (laughs) <laughs> when the team is down for the count or the the business owner's down for the count or the executive that's trying to push his business forward or push um, their team forward, there's always that cheerleader that's that's still making them remember how great they are. So I love
0: that. Who doesn't want a personal cheerleader by their side yeah, every day yeah. going, go, 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 go? Right? Yes, that's me. Go go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. That's so yeah. great. <laughs> so tell me about GoGo business communications. Like where, where did that come from? Uh, it's a very unique business. It's probably a lot, um, you know, just, so just, yeah, go ahead. Why don't you talk about well, it? Well, GoGo came from
1: so I I was VP of HR for a company out off the East Coast. Um, and we were purchased, we were bought. My job was there really to get our, um, um, increased performance. Like we, we wanted to sell the, 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 the owner, the president, um, we were publicly traded. We were, wanted to take it back private. My job was to get, get everybody in play, get our people in place so that the company could sell. But when the company sold, um, you know, I was the last of the Mohicans of the executive team of the original executive team. And how do you get rid of her? You don't get rid of your HR person until they tell you how to get rid of them. And I was out here reorganed. That's that was my deal. That was my stick. That's what I was great at. And I got to Houston and I was in the process of reorging one of our one of our um, our our facilities. And, you know, we used it for marketing. We used it for, you know, we were a print on demand company, but we had moved to electronic data discovery. And I said, I know how I'm going to leave. You're going to let me buy this place. (laughs) Um, You keep what you want. I, you know, one man's trash is another man's treasure. And to be honest, at the time I was, you know, wanted to get married. We wanted to move back to Houston. We had both met and lived in Houston and um, and so that's how that was my exit strategy was to buy this business and then come back to Houston. It would be our family business. And then I'd still go off and be my H.R. self, which is what I really love. And um, we got here and I ended up with a baby in a business. <laughs> <laughs> That was it. <laughs> wow. And I had to make it work. Yeah. So the, all that said is that that's how GoGo got started. And the name came honestly in a dream. I was, um, I, it really was meant to be GoGo HR. I wanted to be an HR consulting firm. I wanted, that was my retirement So I'm at the time I was in my 30s, I was 36 or 37 when I decided, oh, I want to go go HR and this will be my in 20 years when I retire, this is going to be my company. And so I just took the name GoGo Business Communications to keep it flexible so I could grow what I needed to grow, what business lines I wanted to grow since I was so far off of my my mainstay. And um, I just I learned how to run a business. um, that was 16 years ago. Um, I'm, I met my sweet 16. So
0: <laughs> I love it. And now you get to celebrate your sweet
1: 16. So now I get to celebrate. I'm, I'm, I'm working on designing a banner for one of my girlfriends. Her daughter is 16. And she's like, she called me today. She was like, will you sign a sweet 16 banner for my kid? And I was like, sure. And, um, and but I've been contemplating, I think I want to have a sweet 16 party for my business because it's been like even though I I tell my women business owners, your business is not your baby. As many times as we are told your baby, you know, your business is your baby, it is not. To tell a woman that our business is our baby is very dangerous to me. Um, because we you know, businesses are meant to be bought, sold, re um in times of Harvey and Hurricane Ike and, you know, COVID. You got to downsize, right size. And we don't do that to our kids, our babies. You can tell a man that. And he's like, OK, chop his arm off if it's going to make money. No, OK, I'll do that. But we're not going to do that. So I, I always tell my women business owners, it is not your baby. It is a business that's a, it is a big, that's a to give you great.
0: That's yeah. a great perspective. I love that because so many of us feel like, you know, we have to put everything we have into our business and it's an extension of us and who yes. we are. But, you know, you're you're applying the the detachment, right? Like you can yeah. love it, own it, grow it, feed it and nurture yeah. it. But then you can let it go after. So,
1: that. Yeah, you've got to you got to be ready to let it go or you're not in business um you know businesses it's meant to be bought and sold it's there to be be a resource for your family it's a resource like there are times when i've had to make really hard decisions and i literally took a picture of my kid i put it next to my computer so every time that i was sitting there making a decision i'd have to look him in the eye and say why didn't mommy make that right decision because i was too scared No, I had to do it. So you would have food on the table. You go to the school you want to go to and, you know, and so we, we have a house and, you know, you live, um, but you can't die by something that's not, you know, you can't, if you don't balance it right, you lose your business and you don't provide for your kids. So you got to make hard decisions. And that, that was what motivated me was that, the picture helps me to know do the right thing today
0: (laughs) that's so great you know i teach my clients that you you know you make decisions when you make decisions based on your values and your your value system you never make a wrong decision because you're always supporting yourself and you never have regrets or guilt or anything like that um and so that you know your 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 child right that's your value that's what you value and so when you make a decision I like that you're looking them right in the eyes and saying and I look them in the eye.
1: And it's and the cutest say, one one; his eyes are all big. <laughs> Did you do the right thing together, mom, today? Mm, maybe maybe not. It's better than reminding myself to put my girl big girl panties on. So, you
0: know, <laughs> right. put your Big girl
1: panties on. That doesn't work for me. <laughs>
0: So, so it sounds like you pivot a lot, and and you're very bold in your decisions, right? Like you, you, you know, the company you were at, you bought the company, you decided I'm just going to buy this piece of the company. You know, you shifted. Yeah. Um, you're. It seems like you're very. Um, I wouldn't even say it doesn't come across as a risk taker, uh, but you're bold in your decisions. Where do you think that comes from? What mindset do you have to have to 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 be that type of decision maker?
1: Wow, that that's a you know, I would say fearless, but then I think it's still fear that drives you. <laughs> um, it's it's uh, I I I don't know. I think it. I used to tell people when when I would ask that was asked that question. I think it still stands true, is that my parents didn't tell me I couldn't. Um, you know, they never told me, and it's not they didn't tell me no, they just. The only thing my dad ever told me I couldn't do was play baseball. He was like, mm, girls don't play baseball. You got to play softball. You Can't go out there and play baseball willy nilly. But anything else, they never told me I couldn't. So in my mind, my mindset, I never thought that it wasn't something that I couldn't do, that it wasn't accessible to me. Like that glass ceiling. I was like, is it? Is that? I didn't, I didn't <laughs> know it'd be after the fact because I just, In my brain, I think from a little kid, my parents never said I could not do that. They didn't tell me that. So I think that's that's so great because
0: you you didn't put um, they didn't impose limitations on you that you picked up. So you never had limitations Which is something like for me, I had to learn that because I was told I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. So I put, I picked those up. So I always limited myself because I didn't think I was possible. I had to change my mindset to be able to say I can do anything.
1: Um, Yeah. And I will tell you this, the reason why I know that that must be it is because when I started to think that I something clicked in me and I, and I said, oh, I shouldn't be doing this because people would tell me, oh, you're not supposed to have more than one business. You can't do it all well. You can't think like that. You can't be HR one day and the next day you're an entrepreneur. And I was like, oh, I'm, I, I, I internalized it, and and the minute I started drinking everybody else's Kool Aid and believe in what they said, I I limited myself and I stunted my own growth. Um, and the the day I realized that, hmm, I, I where did I? Why did I start putting limits on myself? I I don't know why I did. And then once I released it, I started growing again. So. I think there's something to that it's it's you know remembering your mindset and where is it um i met a guy yesterday and um he said that his company their marketing firm and he said they were uh their word for the month was joy because he was like oh your name is joy that's our word for the month. and i was like yeah and um it happened to be two joys in the space and I've never, it's very rare that I'm walking around and I meet somebody and I introduce myself as joy and they introduce themselves. So it was two joys and, you know, a Vincent and we were talking and he said, joy is a mindset. He was like, that's, that was their discussion that joy was a mindset and, um, and that you had to get in them. You had to put yourself in the mindset of joy. And I was like,
0: I'm a mindset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> yeah, I gonna, yeah. So I was going to say, Maurice. The fact is, mindset is what stops us from going further. Somebody in our past, or somebody that's told us something that we can't do, stops us from doing it. When so many people tell you you can't, you yep. start to think that. But when you surround yourself with positive people who really believe in you and see that you can achieve things change so dramatically.
1: That is true. That's absolutely true. Yes. Yes,
0: Neil. <laughs> come back off well, that and that's, why it's, <laughs> and that's why it's so important that we teach our kids that the, anything is possible, right? And and yeah. not limit them. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I, what I are know. some, so running your own business and multiple businesses, I'm sure you come across challenges or maybe things you've never done before and you go, oh my goodness, how am I going to do this? Um, how do you get past that? What are some of the things you do to overcome your challenges, whether it's personal or business?
1: You know what? I, I remind myself that, you know, that question, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. <laughs> so I, I actually want to put on my, you know, on your, when people call and they say, and you say, oh, let me call you back, that message. Yes. I want to put on there. I'm eating my elephant. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the list. I'll call you back. <laughs> you know, so I I just have to settle myself down. And um, you know, sometimes in a day, I'll have clients calling me. You know, I I, I have to you know, put my my mommy cape on, my mom cape on, and, you know, be my second best job, right, which is always at the end of the day, and you still got to get, you juice yourself up to go do that, and so I just do what I can. Um, I used to say I was a great multitasker, but I think when I just do it in bite-sized pieces, what I can, and then I rest, and then I do some more, and then I rest. Um, and honestly, when I took on this business, and again, you know, I've, I've got multiple things. There's Alabaster, which is my consulting firm. There's a new project, which is um, you know Sandlot Business Ventures, and I'm trying to bring a collab a collaboration of businesses together to go to market. And I think about it, and I just I, I do it like this. I say God. You put me here? You you told me I could do all these things. And you know there's 24 hours in a day cuz you control time and I can't. So, I'm going to leave it here on my desk and I'm going to go home and I'm going to do my job. I'm going to go be mom. I'm going to go cook so my kid will have a balanced meal. I'm going to make him do his homework and beat him until he does. <laughs> um, you know, and I'm, you know, and I'm going to get good rest. I'm always going to get 8 hours of sleep. And then I'm going to wake up in the morning and do it all over again. And, you know, if I just do what I can and eat my elephant one bite at a time, then then it all works. It works as it's supposed to.
0: I love that. You know, I I, the idea of breaking it up and taking breaks is so important. People think I have so much to do. I, you know, I work 14 hours then I go home and cook dinner for the family and do whatever. And it's like, you can't sustain that. Like I make time to take breaks. I go for yes. a 10 minute walk. I go out and I, I love grounding. It's my favorite thing to do. And I'll just go stand in the grass for 10 minutes. I mean, it's so I am learning helpful. grounding.
1: I am so glad you said that I am learning grounding. I even bought a grounding blanket. Oh, you and did. I had, and I think I wanna buy a grounding mat because I think it really does help. It but does. They're really starting know. to say
0: there's studies that, um, you, it literally changes your blood cells. Just 10 minutes a day of grounding literally changes and heals your down to the blood cell level. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I, I, I believe in breaks. I believe in massages. I believe in facials. <laughs> I believe in a great set of nails and a foot spa. <laughs> they know me. They call me and they're like, hey, Joy, you coming in? Yes. Yes, I am.
0: <laughs> you have so to make yourself a priority. Absolutely. Yeah. You have to make yourself a priority. Yeah,
1: because because uh, all the work is going to be here. Even if you did all that you think you're going to do in the morning, there's going to be some more. So I just have always come to terms with that, and I I know that I can work fast if I'm rested. If I'm not rested, then I can't. So what people mo- most people do in an eight hour day, honestly, I'm like you gave me this kid. He's in high demand, and I won't. I refuse to cheat him of time. So I take him to school at the right time, not early. You know, even when he was in daycare, and so. Um, he's never the first kid and he's never the last kid. You know, he gets his time. And if I can't I, and most of the time now my mom is here in Houston, but I pick him up in the carpool lane. So, you know, I just arrange my work to fit that schedule because um, somebody just told me you have 18 summers. <laughs> I'm taking all my summers.
0: That's, <laughs> you know? It goes quick. <laughs> My youngest youngest son, I just had my last summer with him because he graduates high school this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. I love the way you put that, though. It is. It's 18 summers because the years, you don't really have time. They fly, for sure. They
1: fly. They fly. So mine is a freshman in high school, and I'm taking advantage of all the time because then you know nothing is promised if covid never taught us anything and it, you know it just nothing is promised so do and and you cannot control time like we think we can control a lot of things the one thing i know i cannot control time right. so i have to manage myself according to the time that i'm given
0: great advice so we are wrapping up it's time is up what what word of advice would you give to the audience today
1: so, you know what, there was a word you said earlier, and I, I actually was having this discussion with um, a girl, I hope that comes work comes to work with me. So I hope she sees this in a couple of months and says, yes, I did. Um, but we were talking about pivot. And that has been a really big word, a great word. And I want to go into 2023 on Propel. Like, pivot is great, and we've all had to pivot, and we've all had to, you know, deal with all of the changes, and pivoting was really great, but it didn't mean you stepped over all the minutia. you just managed in it. And I want us as business owners, as CEOs, as professional women and, and, and people to now propel, propel past that and and get our stride back. And so I'm just speaking it into existence that everybody propel. <laughs>
0: let's do it. I'm I'm on that path too. Neil and I talk yeah. about it all the time. Like I am so excited for 2023. I got so many things in the works and it's like, yeah, yeah let's do it. So we are in the same mindset. <laughs> yes,
1: yes. So that's it. Mindset of propelling. <laughs> let's do it. Yes, well, we, we will propel. <laughs>
0: Let's, well, it's been great having you here, Joy. Such a pleasure. Where can people find you?
1: You can find me um, at alabasterinc.com. You can you can find me on LinkedIn. So if you if you love it, like it, you use LinkedIn, please connect with me on LinkedIn. I love connecting with people um, through LinkedIn. Um, and um, GogoBiz.com is is my print on demand company. So, and you can meet me in the Sandlot. So, Sandlot <laughs> is coming. So, we'll we'll save that for later. But find I'm, me on Instagram. That's yeah. great.
0: I'm excited to hear more about it. So, thank, thank you again you. for being on the show. I appreciate it. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me.